You are listening to the power of inspiration and awakening radio with Julia Griffin to master a higher frequency for new state of mind. Once you walked in a forest of splendor in which everything you did and everything you thought was aligned, it is possible at this time to begin to return to the old knowledge. Intuitive healer and manifester Julia Griffin is here to talk about this unique time in history when all sentient beings, animals, plants, trees, and the earth are intent on creating this change. The wolves awakened her to the most incredible light, which opened gifts and brought knowledge that she longs to share. You are creators, and you are born to be creators of beauty, possibility, and joy. Join Julia on a journey into a beautiful and magical world where amazing possibilities exist. Let us help open the door. The power of inspiration and awakening with Julia Griffin starts right now. Hello, everyone. I'm Julia Griffin, and you're listening to The Power of Inspiration and Awakening on Transformation Talk Radio. Stay with us for the next hour, and let's come together and experience a higher vibration and a new state of mind. So welcome to the show. Today's show is about new information from wolves. I'm going to include techniques, what their energy is like, and a lot of tips that you can use in your life. So let me begin by telling you what it is like to meet a wolf. It is almost like feeling a god or a goddess. In person, they are much larger than you would think if you ever saw them through a cage or you saw videos of them in the wild. They feel very big, and they feel very powerful, and their eyes shine with power, and they look directly into your eyes if they like you. And there is this moment that they absolutely weigh and measure your soul and who you are. If you're awake when they're doing that, when they're feeling your soul, you feel everything that you are. And I have to say that I was quite surprised because they saw me as a much bigger person than how I saw myself. And the Native Americans and other indigenous people say that the four-leggeds are perfect. In other words, the animals are perfect. They always live in alignment with higher will and with nature. And that they've come here to set an example for us so we can grow and we can move through that evolutionary process of becoming more perfect, being a spiritual creature and a physical body. Now, I can tell you that in the beginning, before things were so confused, that it was a great delight. It was a beautiful thing to be a spirit and a physical body. And because the wolves can perceive how much larger we are than how we perceive ourselves, that's an advantage. The other thing that wolves look at is how much are you in alignment with your heart? Almost Every spiritual or religious system talks about the heart, but it's not like we work on that every day in school or that we work on it in real life. But our heart is one of the ways that we find the answers because it's in the center of the chakra system. It's where we hear intuition. When we speak through our heart, as I'm doing now, it's a different tone of voice. It takes on an intensity and an integrity, and people can hear you more easily. So let's think about our heart for a moment. Just put your hand in the center of your chest, about halfway between your throat chakra and your heart chakra, and draw a big pink circle there, and breathe into that circle, and breathe out. And breathe in and feel universal love flowing in. And breathe out. Let's do it one more time. Breathe in. And breathe out. And you can leave your hand there if you want. But notice how everything becomes quieter when you're in this place because you're hearing yourself. And 
you're not feeling the stimulation of the world around you. Notice how there's more peace. And if you will return to this place often, you'll find that there are many answers there. Sometimes an answer is making a phone call. Sometimes an answer is perceiving that your life goes in a different direction. Sometimes your heart tells you that what it's really about is finding out who your inner self is and aligning with that. I was very fortunate to spend many, many hours with a lot of wolves, talking with them, being with them, hearing them, feeling them. And the fascinating thing about that is that they could feel when I was not aligned with my inner self. They could send waves of energy very easily, and they would realign me. Now, anyone who has ever had a teacher or had yoga classes or or meditation classes, you know that when you're away from your teacher, when you're not doing it anymore, you go back into being the person that you were before that happened. Now, that's one of the things that we really want to move out of, but it's the way that we construe reality, and it's the way that we're accustomed to perceiving reality. So put your hand back in that heart space, And ask your heart and your inner self to give you a different vision of reality. What would make you really happy? And notice how that's softer. If you don't get a visual, that's fine. Just stay with that feeling. So one thing that I found is that the wolves would often send me images or thoughts that seemed as though they were different from how reality works. Like, how could this happen? Or how would that happen? And they would just send an image, a picture. And it would occur. Later on, as I mastered some of that practice, I found that I could do it pretty easily for other people. Anything that I had learned to create for myself, I could create for other people. And that comes from the inner self. So if that is how wolves weigh our worth, then let's ask this. What is the inner self? The inner self is a part of you that connects to your soul. Um, It ties in with the Zen cone, what was your face before you were born? It's your eternal presence that's always with you. In this lifetime, let me give you an example of how we might experience it on a day-to-day level. It's the part of you that you encounter when you meditate and you see light. It's the part of you that you encounter when you suddenly have the answer. It's the part of you and perhaps you did this with other people, that created the most beautiful memories in your life. The times when you were happy, the times that things went into the flow, the times that maybe you thought something happy and it just sort of effortlessly happened. Your inner self is the part of you that holds your dreams and your hopes and your magical gifts. And the more that you know it and understand it, the more you understand energy in general. So why is that important at this time? Well, life's pretty confusing. We really do need our intuition to navigate through it and to gravitate to the heart and the universe. Moreover, we're going through a period of time when there is a collective initiation. It's certainly not everyone, but if the people who are already partially awake became more awake, we would see a lot of changes in the world because matter responds differently. Physical reality responds differently to impulses from the higher self. So when many people 
are awake at one time, even if it's just a temporary flash, it changes the way that things take form. It changes the way that life flows. So if you were lucky enough to be with a wolf and you thought about seeing someone that you had been out of touch with and you were thinking it rather loudly, in other words, repeating it, and seeing visual images with it, the wolves could make that happen maybe that same day. That person would call, or a few days later, you would get a letter. Or you would suddenly have an intuition of how to get in touch with that person. Now, the other part of the inner self that's so important is that it leads us into universal love and compassion. So how does it do that? Every time that we begin to act on the inner self, its intentions, its feelings, its way of being, we open a door to the quantum field, to the possibility of things happening very differently from how we've experienced them in the past. If we don't move into the inner self, we go back around in patterns, and none of us want that. We want that freedom of intuition. We want the excitement of thinking thoughts that are positive and having them take form. And this is pretty much the way that this energy works. Once you open your mind you begin to find that the universe works in a completely different way from how we've been taught. We also have very big changes in Earth energy and in the light level of the planet, which while at the moment it feels that it's causing chaos, it is leading us into a place where, we're able, where we will be capable of using many more of our powers. So we've been talking about wolves, the soul, the inner self. And I will share more of my experiences with the wolves and tell you how to use your energy in a way that benefits you when we come back. We'll also talk a little bit about manifestation and what you need to know to create a better reality. So let's go to break now. Thank you for listening in on Eye of Soul Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, psychic medium Jamie. Return next time for an empowering and yet chilling look into the raw side of spirit. For more information about myself and the Eye of Soul, visit EyeOfSoulRadio.com. That's Eye of Soul Radio. Eye of Soul Radio only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. See you next time. Juggling life's relentless demands can leave us unbalanced and restless. Do you feel stuck in the overwhelm? Diane McClay is a personal empowerment coach, author, and compassionate storyteller on a mission to boost you into balance and help you move forward with passion and purpose. Get unstuck with Diane on The Diane McClay Show every second and fourth Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Diane, visit DianeMcClay.com. Mind to Heart with me, Craig Richardson, carves a pathway from your mind to your heart to activate that innate compass to overcome whatever life sends your way. As an intuitive life coach, I am ready to guide you to an amazing life. Tune in live every second and fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about me, visit CraigERichardson.com. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become Toxic Person Proof. Join Toxic Relationship Specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. 
Tune into the energy paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The energy paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. I'm Julia Griffin with One True Self, onetrueself.com, and you're listening to The Power of Inspiration and Awakening on Transformation Talk Radio, where you can experience a higher vibration and a new state of mind. Today, we're talking about wolves and four-legged animals, nature, how they hold many of the answers that we don't have. The first key to that would be finding your heart space and living in alignment with your inner self. But I'd like to tell you how I became intuitive, always intuitive as a child. But for most of us, unless we've been trained or we really work on it, it tends to be a bit inconsistent. It comes in when it wants to. Um, Sometimes you emotionally react to the information, which keeps you from reading it accurately. Other times we just need practice with the gifts that we already have. So... After, well, as soon as I met a wolf, I started hearing their thoughts. This beautiful wolf, Lobo, sent me images of what I called the wolf myth stories that were happening. And through him, I met a person who raised hybrid wolves, which you could do at that time where I live. And when I went over there, she wanted to see if her alpha wolf, Juno, so let me tell you about the alpha wolf. That is always the female, and she picks a mate, which is the alpha male. The alpha female eats first. Um, the other members of the pack bring her food, take care of her, but she figures everything out for them, like where they're going to go, what is the pack order, where do they sleep, who needs care, who does she want distance from. And the alpha male supports her with that. A very feminine culture with wolves. So, I have to say, Juno is a fairly large wolf, maybe 90, 95 pounds, and wolves are huge when you're close to them. They have this incredibly intense energy. You can feel their energy field, and nature seems to vibrate so much more loudly. So, when you're in that place, a being, you feel life differently. So the wolf that I'm speaking of, she started sending me fragments of a story that came together in a very odd way. And with the fragments of that story, I kept wondering, why isn't she telling me this this way? Why am I hearing this in pieces. So I had to sort of translate the message that I received. And it was like putting together a puzzle. And I could actually see the puzzle pieces. And as I was able to assemble the story, I realized that Juno was making it more difficult for me. She was sending me waves with different pieces of the story so I could assemble it. So think about this. If you've ever lived with a person who would get very excited and tell you bits of a story in very many different ways, they were actually sending you different waves, different wavelengths that you have to assemble. The same thing is true on the spiritual level. We're constantly receiving these strings or waves of energy, and it's up to us as to whether or not we want to decipher them. And it's also up to us to learn to decipher them in the right way. So when the story came together, and it was a beautiful story, I don't know why, but I asked her if she could understand English. And she said, yes, of course. And I said, can all the wolves hear me? And she sort of laughed and she said, of course. 
They can understand what all humans are thinking. Humans just can't hear what they are thinking. Now, this is a great truth. People who work at it hear more and more the pertinent information from other people. As we go more deeply into that and we feel more of who we are, we get more accurate information. Now, I do want to add that every single time I saw the wolves, probably for the first year, and I'm sure that I spent four or five hours a week with them, they would send different messages. They would tell me what was going to happen in the, new fu- in the near future. And they always gave me things to verify. Now, when I had negative thoughts, because, of course, they could read my mind so darn easily, they would say, change it, and that would mean taking an action. Or they would say, see it differently. So let's talk for a second about what happens when you see it differently. When you see it differently, you're taking a reality that already exists, and hopefully you're moving it into a higher vibration. You're seeing a better image of it. For example, if you don't like your job or you don't like an aspect of your job, what would be something that you liked? What could replace the lower feeling? So you would think about that, and then you would see it. For example, very simple. Instead of thinking, my phone rings all all day long, how about changing that to, oh, I just get to have the best phone calls with people that I really like, with things that really work out solutions? or bring opportunities. So that's a way of rewriting energy through a visual. It's a really important tool, so play with that. The other thing is, what does it mean take action? If you want something to change, sometimes you have to live differently. If you want to be stronger physically, you have to exercise. If you want to be stronger spiritually, you have to meditate. If you want to read the animals in your space, notice when you feel compelled to change their water, to take them for a walk, to do something different for for them, because most likely you are reading their energy. Everyone reads energy. This is something that really astonished me as I became more intuitive, is how much of the time I had been reading energy reacting to it correctly, but never having any idea that it was intuition. And that's a very different place to live because that is a place of knowing and not guessing. Another way that you can explore your intuition is to notice when you feel good because you're aligned with your inner self. And those are just some really simple tricks that anyone can use. I call these magical tricks because they cut through the time-space continuum. It can take a very long time to manifest something, or it can take a shorter period of time if you're following your intuition, you're developing practices that work for you, and you're going into your heart several times a day. Now, if you're saying to yourself, oh, but I haven't met a wolf, why don't you ask the universe to give you an opportunity to awaken in a beautiful, incredible way? So we've been talking about wolves, the soul, intuition, how we hear messages and read energy waves, what the wolves want us to know. And when we come back, we'll talk more about these things and the development of your gifts and your inner knowledge so that you can have a better life on a higher vibration. So let's go to break now. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? 
Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. everyone. I'm Julia Griffin at OneTrueSelf.com, OneTrueSelf.com, and you're listening to The Power of Inspiration and Awakening on Transformation Talk Radio, where you can experience a higher vibration and a new state of mind. We're talking about wolves. I'm sharing some information about how the pack works, what it feels like to be with them, and I want to teach you how to use some of their tools, because the wolves feel that they came here to walk by our side. They said that we forgot how powerful we were and how godlike we were, but they remembered. And they howl at the moon when it's full, and they let those waves of light from the moon carry their stories about us. To us, to them, we are like great gods who have forgotten who we are. Well, I still don't remember completely, but I can certainly share with you some of the things that they taught me, and perhaps as we all awaken together, we can come into that place of being so in harmony and so aware of who we really are that it's easy to create a better world. So I want to talk a little bit about something that I don't think most people talk about anymore about wolves. Wolves are ruthless. When they want something, they don't give up. They don't mind working on something for like a year if it's what they want to do. Um, One time the wolves were digging a secret tunnel so that they could get out. And every time we would go outside, they would pretend like they were all having some huge fight if we walked down there when they were working on the tunnel. Which, of course, that diverted us and got us upset and all of that. When they did finally complete their tunnel, about four or five months later, all they did was get out, go for a run in the woods, and come back through the tunnel which we covered up. It was just for an adventure. But that's how intent they are with things. When you first meet them, imagine that you're alone. You've spent some time with these wolves, but you don't know them all that well yet. And you're opening a gate, and they're like 
eight or nine wolves around you. Now, one way that wolves test you to see if you really want to be with them or to interact with them is to jostle you. In other words, they bump against your legs or they might jump on you. And so what you do with that is you take your weight downward so you're centered in the earth and you tell them to stop. You do it in sort of a not very nice voice. When you say that, they all sit and they look at you like they adore you. So why would this happen with a group of animals that I loved and who loved me and that I was so magnetized to? Well, the first answer is that love always takes courage, doesn't it? You have to expand the person that you are into a greater being. It often takes physical courage, such as what I experienced with the wolves. Now, I don't think that I could be a human being and not feel some fear when you have eight wolves running around, bumping you around, and you've never been in that situation before. Well, you have to master that fear, don't you? It doesn't mean that it's not there, but it means that you decide to become very present, very powerful, and to change the part of you that maybe wants to go out of the pen and never do this again because it's scary, to the part of you that is so attracted to this love vibration, to those wolves, to the possibility of awakening your psychic and spiritual gifts that you don't care. You'll hold your ground. You'll keep going. So courage is a big part of it. Another thing is faith. At some point, you're going to feed wolves. And no matter how careful they are, and they will not bite you, but your hand is going to disappear into that mouth of razor-sharp teeth. And you can feel them pass over your hand when your hand comes out of their mouth. So that's trust, isn't it? Trust in you. Trust in them. I could simply talk about light, but I'm going to talk for a moment about how we all go through these things when we grow as human beings. You have to master the fear. You have to decide that you're going to have courage. And you have to decide that this place of love and opportunity is big enough to take a risk to step into. And you don't know how it's going to come out. You just know that that's a, a door that's opened, a direction that's opened. And so if I moved into that, then suddenly, after I yelled at them and held my own space, it was like having eight or nine of the most loving friends you can possibly imagine. They kissed me. They rubbed against me. They took me to their big tree where they liked to meditate and tell stories. They sent me waves of love. They let me know how much they've been thinking about me and how much they wanted to see me. And sometimes I would run with them and sometimes I would play with them. If it was warm, I would take off my shoes and play in a stream with them because wolves love to play and splash and have fun. Another one of their favorite things to do is if you leave personal belongings outside, they love to take them and hide them. And they think it's very funny when you can't find them. The best part of it all to them is that moment that you realize that they have what you want. And they just wait until you get mad about it, and then they bring it back to you or show you where they put it. So they play all the time. They have this tremendous love and fierceness. They are fierce. There's no escaping that. But there is also a fierce side of life. When we want so much, what our heart tells us, that we're willing to take steps into a different world. Now, wolves are the most courageous animals I've ever known. They're absolutely, completely unafraid of death, of being hurt. They just simply feel that when something is right, it's what they'll do. It's who they'll become. And it's very beautiful to be in such a decisive energy. Now that you can say, and it's true, it's easy for them because they're aligned with nature. 
it's harder for us. But we do have nature on our side. A little known truth is that when we meditate, when we see what we want, and we're outdoors, nature actually tries to help us create that. It's perfect. So it's taking what we're putting out there into the universe and it's shaping it into a more perfect form. So nature is on our side. We know love is on our side. We know the universe is on our side. And we also know that the wolves are pulling for us. They know who we were. And I think that they're very much coming together and sending this information and sending different ways of living to us so that we can move into who we really are. Because that's part of coming together with the collective. Now, one thing that we can all do is to take time every day, whether it's through walking, whether it's through meditation, to feel the earth and to ask the earth to help us because everything is made of matter. And when we are in harmony with matter, it moves into bigger and better forms than what we've known in the past. Now, another thing that you could do with wolf energy, I'm describing this, maybe you can call on them, maybe you can ask for their help, is very quickly being able to target where things are, where a person is, and what the energy feels like in that space. Although we tend not to know it, our minds can literally travel on waves to find information, to feel the vibration of the new future. So let's go ahead and do that for a moment. Let's work on the vibration of our future. So today is Wednesday. Let's take Sunday at 2 o'clock, wherever you are. So close your eyes. And let's imagine for a moment that really beautiful energy is coming in at that time. And you feel very peaceful. You feel very quietly energized. You feel as though you're on the right path. And everything is working for you. So let go of that. Keep your eyes closed. Let's go to the following Wednesday. When we get to that Wednesday, let's imagine that it's been a really easy work week. No matter how much we had to do, no matter how much we wanted to do, somehow or other, we went into this place where everything just was sort of done for us. It was effortless. Everything fell into place. So feel that. You're apart from the lower collective consciousness. You're only in your consciousness. And you found this smooth, beautiful way of moving through life. Of getting your work done in an easy, wonderful way. So hold that feeling. All the demands, it didn't matter. You stayed calm and it was easy. Everything fell into place. You're feeling a new sense of ease with the work week. So come back. So I told you in the beginning that when I sat with Juno, the alpha wolf, and let me describe her to you, she was black and she had a golden mask. All wolves have a mask on her face and on her chest. And all wolves have a cape. It's here that feels very different that's on their back between their shoulders. 
and her cape was black. Her eyes were golden. So in the beginning, she sent me waves that she made me decipher into visuals, which you know essentially taught me that we're all sending energy all the time. We just mainly feel it as opposed to seeing it. Everyone's had that experience of watching a movie, having a phone call, seeing a friend, when it just didn't feel good. But we don't necessarily read it. We might think we're tired. We might think that something else is going on. What happens if we read it? Well, we would avoid movies like that, wouldn't we? We might change the subject on the telephone or with some other problem. So after a while, they began just sending me very sharp visuals along with feelings. And this is actually a very pure form of communication. If you want to send a thought or energy to a person, it's very helpful if you begin by thinking about what you like about them, what are their good qualities, Because that's a higher vibration, right? Good is higher. And then you could send pink light to them, which is love. You could send them a message like, let's talk soon. And at the same time, you see yourself picking up the phone and being really excited about talking with them. Or you just send them a message that they're cared about. They're always in your mind. They're always in your heart. And then you see the person receiving that message. So what's a way that we can do that for ourselves? I'm feeling it's probably important for me to address abundance. So abundance is like is just energy like everything else. But if you worry about money, what are you seeing? Not enough. If you're aligned with abundance and you want to create more abundance, then you imagine money coming in. You see it coming in. Maybe you see it in your bank account. Maybe you see it through a check. Maybe you see it through a deposit. But your focus goes from the lower vibration, which is not having enough, to the higher vibration of being aligned with a flow of abundance. So this was a fascinating thing that they would often interrupt my thoughts to point out to me that I would see things in a way that was the opposite of what I wanted to create. And there are many reasons for that. It can be habit. It can be programmed from your childhood. Or it can be karmic. It can be an area where you haven't learned how to create yet. But the good news is that you can change that. So the replacement of an image or a visual with a higher one is a part of mastery. It's also part of awakening. So I'll say it this way. What if I say get your keys and start your car? You just thought, where are my keys? And your mind flashed a visual. Then you thought about what it would be like to be in the car and start it. But actually what you thought about was walking out to your car, putting the key in the ignition, and turning it. So we literally navigate through life with visuals. So I had eight or nine highly evolved creatures sending me new visuals day and night. And that altered how I felt about myself and about how I saw the world. And that's something that we can all begin to do. Another thing to know about wolves is that if you live with one, they dream with you. Sheba was a beautiful wolf, mainly white with like little gray markings. And she had golden eyes as well. But she was just the sweetest, easiest to get along with wolf that I ever knew. I borrowed her sometimes. 
But whenever I was tired, she would look at me very deeply into my eyes, and I would sleep and sleep and sleep until she thought I'd had enough sleep. So obviously wolves can even send delta waves, which I imagine we can all do. We just haven't mastered it. But I would have these incredible dreams. I would feel like I'd slept for maybe a week. And I'm not a good sleeper, and I very rarely sleep for very long, but there we go. I would sleep for hours and hours, and I would not wake up. So that's an example of how we can emit waves. We can emit different images, and different things can happen. So when you dream with a wolf, because I can feel that some people would like to know this, you're always in this beautiful woods. And usually you're running with the wolves or you're doing something fun with them and you're on an adventure and you're seeing the world in a different way, a different form. It looks different from our world, but it's similar. You feel more powerful, you feel larger, and you could run and jump forever. It's amazing the state that you go into when you're there. Now, one of the things that we're overcoming to move into this magic is because, for whatever reason, the magic for our planet, according to the wolves, was somewhat turned off for a long period of time. It's known as Kali Yuga, one of the low energy points in time. But it is changing. Probably if you've ever tried to create something you felt some kind of weird resistance that you had to push against. And there's often a feeling that it's not working. But it will work as you work more on your inner self, more on the visuals, and you persevere. As you go forward with it and you stay with it, that change begins to happen. And here's the really cool part is that when you create that change, all of a sudden that path is available for other people who are working on the same thing. Just as when you were working on it, there were probably higher beings, people who are more evolved, who took the same path. And at some point you receive their energy. So there's this interaction between humans, animals, plants, And there are these kingdoms and the way that they go together. And it's very beautiful. It's part of the answer of life. And that's something that I would like for all of you to have. You can begin also by saying, if I could see who I really am, how big is that? How beautiful is that? What is that? You can put your hand on your heart and you can ask to move into a space of love. You can imagine everyone on the planet in a place of peace. You can see nature reviving. You can imagine good things for yourself all the time. You can break out of the spiral of oscillation, of going back and forth between a higher vibration and a lower one. How do you do that? You use these tools that we're talking about. You spend as much time projecting a beautiful future as you used to spend thinking about what was wrong, what could you do with the current time restraints, and how you could make a change in your life. You move into, I can create new things. Then one more aspect of life that we all truly need is faith in the divine, faith in the all, and the knowledge that there is this grace There is this magic that can turn things around, that can help us move into this place where life acts and interacts with us in a very different way. We all talk about the new age. 
we all talk about what we want and what we want to create and how cool it's going to be when we get there. But what we really want to do is start taking the time that we have now and doing something with that. Like right now, can you create a visual? Can you put your hand on your heart? Can you see a different reality? And remember that when you do that, you are literally going into the quantum field. When you move into the quantum field, the material world starts to respond in a different way. Now, I learned all these, all of this from wolves, who are amazing creatures. Certainly, I studied and practiced quite a bit on my own as well. But these are wolves. Think how many other things there must be on this planet that we can do and think and say to create huge change in our world. And as you hear me say this, please know, if you're listening, you're probably one of the people who is supposed to create it. So right now, hold a positive vision for the next hour or so. Keep your hand on your heart. Think about your inner self and ask the universe to help. So thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate your openness to unusual information and your interest in the wolves. You can sign up for my newsletter on my website, onetrueself.com, and you can receive tips about the energetic weather, um, spiritual development, and finding a higher vibration. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Power of Inspiration and Awakening show where you can experience a higher vibration and a new state of mind. Please join me on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month at 12 noon Eastern, 11 Central, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Have a great week, and I'll see you back here next time. Thank you for listening to the Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Join us next time as Julia takes us deeper into the memory of the moments of light where transcendence and enlightenment emerge. The memory of the jewel of consciousness is always lived within you to tap into waves of energy and create huge changes by imagining the beauty of the vision and desires that are hidden in the heart. Learn to find your way back to nature, beauty, and your own heart, which holds the secrets of your existence and future. To discover more about Julia's adventures, animal communication, and the teachings she brings to every show, visit OneTrueSelf.com. That's OneTrueSelf.com. That's O-N-E, TrueSelf.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.